Hey there, and welcome to the Full-Time Facialist Podcast, where we teach solo estheticians how to earn a full-time income from their skincare services. I'm your host, Christine Smith, and today I'll be sharing with you seven steps for making sure that you have the best business year ever. If that sounds good to you, then stay tuned for more. Like most people, I love the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. To me, they're just wonderful times of celebrating all of the many blessings that we've received throughout the year. And one of the best parts about it is that we get to do it with friends and family. But if I'm honest, my most favorite holiday is New Year's. Now I know that we can make goals and be better at any time of the year, but the beginning of a new year just seems to come with this special permission to start over. And not just start over, but start fresh with a little more hope and a little less fear. So in honor of my favorite holiday this new year, I'm going to help you turn all of that beginning of the year hope and resolve into your best business year yet, no matter what the economy looks like. Jumping into the seven steps for making this your best year ever, we come to step number one, and that is going to be reflecting on the past year. I'm sure that you've heard this a million times, just like I have, but after years of skipping this step because I wanted to hurry up and get to the fun part of planning out my goals, I finally sat down to reflect, only to realize how incredibly powerful it is. They say that hindsight is twenty-twenty, and it is so very true. When we look back with an open mind, we can see more clearly some different ways that we could have improved ourselves or even a situation. This step is extremely valuable in its ability to give you clarity on what you want to keep or let go of moving forward into the next year. Reflecting on the past year is going to help you to reveal progress or detours in several areas, including where you might have wasted time that could have been spent more wisely, if the money that you spent to attract or keep clients actually paid off, which marketing methods worked and which ones flopped which services need to continue to be offered, and which ones need to go. And also, which clients caused more trouble than they were worth. The important thing to remember is that when you sit down and look back at the past year, you should be able to very clearly see things that you do not want to repeat in this new year, and also things that you definitely should do and do more of. Moving along, we come to step number two, and that is going to be defining your life and business vision. Dreaming about what you want for your future, writing that vision down, and reading it to yourself each day is going to do two things for you. Number one, it's going to remind you of your goals, and it's going to act as an anchor point during hard times. For me, there's times when I just don't want to cook dinner for my family. And there's also times when I'd rather watch a movie instead of spend hours on creating a podcast episode. But then I go and I read my life vision, which reminds me that I cook dinner because I want to treasure those family dinner conversations and I want to reconnect with my family. Or I go and I read my business vision and it reminds me that my podcast helps my esthetician sisters and the money that I make for my business helps me to achieve a very personal goal of helping to fund special needs adoptions. When I read those visions, it puts me in a place of extra strength and intense focus to get back on track and it also reminds me of my why. The second thing it's going to do is it's going to act as a filter when you need to make purchases and decisions. 
Listen, there are countless decisions to be made in a day, and one bad decision can have painful consequences. But when you have defined what it is that you want in life and in your business, you start making better decisions. If you want to be a more positive person, then you will easily say no when that negative friend that always discourages you invites you out for coffee, or when that new smartphone comes out, but the money would be better spent on redesigning your spa menu. You'll make the wiser choice that benefits you long term. The vision you have for your life and business can be a game changer for you, and even more so if you write it down. Studies have shown that when you write things down, your brain will begin to work on making those dreams and visions a reality. Now, of course, it takes more than just writing things down to accomplish your goals, but the writing part is what opens the creative areas of your brain and gives you glimmers of hope that you can really do what you're setting your mind to do. Now, although this post is mainly about increasing the success of your business, as a solo esthetician, your personal life and your business life are so intertwined that they must be balanced in order for you to succeed. Okay, moving on to the third step for having your best business year ever, and that is going to be to assess your finances. Unfortunately, due to having an irregular income, many solo estheticians focus only on making money without ever really knowing where it's going or how much they actually need to earn in order to hit their goals. Confronting your finances, whether it be a non-existent savings account, a pile of debt. The threat of an eviction, or just plain old chaos from lack of organization, confronting your finances can be a scary step, but it's also the most liberating. Once you know where you are financially, you'll be able to create a plan that gets you to where you really want to be. We'll go into more detail regarding money management for solo estheticians in a future episode, but for now, assessing your finances should include making a list of every personal expense that you pay out each month. This would include things like your rent or your mortgage, health insurance, your car, student loan, or credit card payments if you have them, utilities, gas for your car, groceries—basically any personal expense that you pay out every single month. And then after that, you do the same thing for your business expenses. Once you have all of your personal expenses added up. You're gonna want to know what you need to bring in as a salary from your business on a monthly basis. With your business, you'll add your salary to your business expenses, and that total will be what you need to make every single month in order to pay all of your bills. After you've done that, then look and ask yourself where you can make cuts so that you can pay down your debt faster or buy that special piece of equipment for your spa room. Next, we move on to step four, and that's going to be to set new habits. One of the greatest lessons that I've learned in my life is that no matter how wonderful your goals are, if you don't create healthy habits that help you accomplish those goals little by little, then you might not reach them. A few years ago, I decided to get healthier by changing my diet and losing weight. It seemed so exciting until the next year rolled around, and I hadn't even lost a single pound. Well, this last year, I decided to try again. Only this time, instead of just making a goal to lose weight, I chose to create a new habit of putting on my walking shoes first thing in the morning, in the hopes that I would continue on to my treadmill. And then also, I added intermittent fasting in just for kicks. I ended up losing ten pounds in the first two and a half weeks. 
Needless to say, the goal was a great motivator, but having a habit of putting on the walking shoes made all the difference. The habit is a daily thing that moves the needle in the direction of my goal. Setting a new habit is easier than you think when you anchor it onto another habit. Let's say that you have a goal to build your clientele. Then every time a client is leaving your spa room, you might make it a habit to hand them two of your new client offers and ask them to share them with a friend that they think would enjoy your services. Or let's say that you have a goal of posting every single day on social media. You might make it a habit every single Sunday to find questions, quotes, or beauty tips to share with your clients. All right, now we're on step five, and that is going to be to narrow down your niche. Performing every service under your license is a horrible strategy if you want to have a successful year, because what it does is it keeps you from focusing on your strengths, and instead it puts you in competition with technicians in other niches who may be stronger than you are in that area. Clients that are willing to pay full price for great services are looking for professionals that can deliver great quality every single time. What they are not looking for is the average esthetician who's always learning but never mastering anything. Narrowing down a niche doesn't mean that you have to stop doing every single service except for one. It simply means that you choose the service type that you want to be known for and you master it so that when someone mentions that they need what you're best at, your business name pops up first. Then as you begin to master it, you start adding other services one by one. This is also going to save you loads of money because you won't be having to order products, supplies, and equipment for all of the things. All right, moving on to number six, and that is going to be clarifying your marketing message. All too often, this step gets overlooked in the never-ending search for new marketing strategies, tips, or techniques. And while email, social media, and flyers or postcards are great ways to market your business, Unless they all share the same marketing message, you're wasting your time and money. Creating a clear message that consistently tells your target client what you do and why they need you is absolutely essential to attracting loyal, full-price paying clients. A clear message lets them know what they can expect when spending money with you, and it also takes away the risk, helping them to make a faster decision in whether they will choose you or they'll choose a competitor especially if your pricing is similar to your competitors. One last benefit to having a clear marketing message is that you will easily attract people that are specifically looking for your services, thus allowing you to charge a premium rate versus the standard rate. All right, here we are at the very last and final step, and that is to plan monthly spa promotions. Marketing trends come and go like the wind, but one thing that remains the most effective strategy for marketing your business and building your clientele is planning monthly spa promotions. The difference between discounts and promotions is that discounts usually tend to give clients or target clients a lower price in order to get them in the door or keep them. Monthly spa promotions focus on rotating your different offerings, which helps bring new clients in but also keeps your existing clients engaged and coming back month after month. Monthly spa promotions also gives your client or your target client a better understanding of what you offer, why they need it, and why you're worth full price. 
This is wonderful for producing more long-term results and also for helping your clients to earn their discounts so that you're not discounting yourself to death. So there you have it. Those are the seven steps for having your best business year ever. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, then let me know down in the comments below which step that you plan to start working on immediately. I hope you've learned something that will be useful in helping you grow your skincare practice, and I want to thank you for spending time with me today. Before you go, make sure that if you haven't grabbed it yet, that you head on over to the Full-Time Facialist website and grab your free 7-Step Business and Spa Marketing Blueprint. This is going to help you to really have your best year ever because you can follow each step and make sure that you're planning and working your business in the right order. All right, that's it for now. Thanks again for spending time with me. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. I'm rooting for you.